Brew Strong is brought to you by Blickman Engineering, home of the top-tier brewing stand. Visit them online at BlickmanEngineering.com. This is the show that dispels myths, tackles the toughest topics, and makes no apologies for geeking out on beer. Hosted by two guys that drink before they think, Jamil Sainashev and John Palmer. This is Bruce Strong. Great to be back at the Homebrew Conference in San Diego, isn't it, John? It is. Greetings, greetings. We got a fine group of Cretans here today, I think. Yeah, yeah. they look like Cretans. This guy here in the stone hoodie, yeah. especially. Man, that's Cre- <laughs> that's Cretanish right there. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's 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 like old home week. You know, when you go and you visit all your retarded uh, cousins and all yeah, that. Yeah, inbred, that inbred people. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. This is this is it. This is this is me uh, visiting your family. Being healthier and younger. Uh-huh. This is me right here, cool. all around. Uh, not, not not quite as bad. Uh, speaking of inbreds, we've got our uh, our most, favorite, most lovely inbred right here, John Blickman. <laughs> that's that's as inbred as they come, right there. Two ends and a CH, yeah. <laughs> and I'm terribly uncomfortable sitting between you two. By the way, have we touched John. you a little too much so far? Is, is that is that the issue? You gave me an interesting greeting this morning. <laughs> yes, I, I I start off by rubbing your nipples at your booth. I snuck up behind him, like I told all of you to do. I said, go. And go apparently no one did. So. <laughs> and grope him from behind, and he would appreciate it. And uh, no, nobody nobody did. The odd thing is I didn't jump. I think I was expecting it from you. <laughs> well, the, the thing Recognize is, the I think, touches. I think people I thought snail. I was kidding. Yeah. I don't think they they realize how serious we are on this show. Ah, they really wanted you really wanted them to come and tackle me. Just don't well, knock the gear over, and that's fine. You know, touch touch you seriously in that most intimate way. So yes, I rubbed your nipples and uh, interrupted <laughs> you explaining some equipment to uh, uh, some some visitors and, and something that I I had heard about but I had not seen in person. Ah, what is that? The Your, brew easy, I believe it was. It, ah, the new brew It kind of looked yes. like a, uh, you know, a very compact, uh, well integrated, very shiny stainless steel. Um, you know, like a kettle on top of a kettle, almost. Yes. Yeah, the R two D two of brewing. That yeah, it is. Yeah, that's a good yeah. description. Nice we had those discussions. Have yeah, especially what 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 to name it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we passed an R two D two. We went with. Just describing what it is. It's a it's a brew easy. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so. you brew easy how? How does this thing work? I mean, I saw it. Now, you, all you folks, you can go over to the Blickman booth, and you can see this thing, and they'll explain it to you, and you get touchy-feely and take it apart, which is one of the things I love about the conference is getting to actually meet the people who make all the, the stuff that we use for homebrewing and uh, getting a chance to try it out and, and all that and ask questions and touchy-feely. Yeah. I like the touchy feely. I don't know if you realize that. Well, we've been, all this Very time we've again. actually been talking about stainless steel nipples. You know, <laughs> you know yeah, you know, Jamel doesn't been, have stainless steel nipples. You know that Jamel's had a couple of drinks because he, he's normally touchy feely. Don't get me wrong, but he's uber touchy feely when he has a couple homebrews in him. I'm having a good time. I have not been to the homebrew conference. And I missed uh, Grand Rapids. Oh, you did miss last year, yeah. right? First so, one in a while you missed. It's been a, it's been a couple of years, so I, yeah. I just. Being here, got to get back in the groove. Yeah. No, he's diving right in. Oh, I, it, I, it's just thrilling me. I love it. I hanging out. It's like I said. It's like being with my family, my extended family, and we're hanging out and all my best friends. Yep. And we're yep. having a party, 
And I just love it. I I can walk up to any person here and just start talking about beer and brewing, and you know, it's yep. see, he's the lovey drinker. I get texts at 11 p.m. sometimes. It just I, I won't talk to Jamil for months, and he'll send me a text. I just really love you and appreciate you, Justin. <laughs> so I call his wife and I goes, Jamil, all right, he's drinking again, isn't he? <laughs> drinking again. He's a lovey drinker. Like it ever stops. Well, you can find John's booth really easily, too, because John always brings like a helicopter flying above it. It's the most uh, engineered booth at the conference every year. The cyborg booth. The cyborg. Aluminum girders and struts and everything. Yeah. So get in there and play with things. Well, y'all having a a great time? Yeah. Yeah. How many people first time at the conference? Oh, wow. Wow, wow, that's awesome! Numbers. Yeah. Good numbers. A lot of new, uh, welcome new members, new people. That's great. You cannot, you cannot miss out on the conference, it's, uh, especially when it's in your area. That's it true. is the the best beer event possible. Yeah, yeah. It's nice to be able to drive down, you know, this time mm-hmm. instead of flying halfway across the country, yeah. like I did. Yeah, like <laughs> John did. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that it's ever going to be in your backyard, John. So you might have to keep on flying. Indianapolis. Someday. I'm pushing. For all right, it. all right. If, if it's like a gun shooting conference, then yeah, that's <laughs> the NRA conference there. Right. Yeah. If we if we build on a theme of you know roast corn, I think the at a homebrew conference. There you go. Indiana will yeah. be there with hogs. Yeah. <laughs> There's more hogs in Indiana than people. Hey, oh, don't, really? don't be disrespectful. <laughs> I mean, when, then there's oh, one you, more you, when you two guys come. <laughs> Between us, we make there's another one. There's two more. Okay. No, two. Maybe we make three. It could be. We're both not as svelte as we used to be. <laughs> That's right. Just saying. John, how long have you been doing what you do? Uh, 2001. Okay. And then I uh, left and, CAD and in 2002. What happened in 2001? Did you just build your first what? What happened there? I, I've been homebrewing since 91. Okay. And uh, I took a little sabbatical when I was remodeling my house and and then got back into it, wanted to get up to 10-gallon batches, and I found a Nalgene uh, big carboy, Okay. 10-gallon carboy, and I made a couple batches in there, and then all of a sudden I started getting some contaminations, and I decided I needed one of these stainless conicals. And there was no way in hell I was getting that past my wife. (laughs) So I had this grandiose idea. eBay was just kind of, you know, the thing at the time. And I thought, oh, I'll justify this by I'm going to buy enough to make five, and I'll sell three of them, and it'll pay for the other two. And it'll be cost neutral, and she'll go along with that. Wow. So I started talking uh, to Anita Johnson down at, uh, that really is her name. Let me tease the crap out of her. Anita Johnson. Great, she owns Great Fermentations. Great gal. Great name. She married into this. And I said, did you not yeah, you think, think about of this these before things. you got married? And she said, no. And I was really pissed. My husband didn't tell me until afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Like right afterwards, too. Yeah. Yeah. Got you. So she asked, have you ever thought about uh, wholesaling these and selling them through the retailers? And just kind of a light went off. And I started doing that. And... Uh, here we are today. Yeah. yeah. So it was a. She's had a shop advice. in your garage or what? Like, how did you have. So, oh, you, yeah, I started this in my garage. Okay. You mm-hmm. hate her to this day, is what you're saying. Yeah, I love her. She's great. <laughs> <laughs> so, you first, I got to quit my day job and do this full time. When did you get to quit your day job after? Uh, about a year, year and a half later. Okay. That's excellent. So, yeah. Well, yeah. Homebrew dream come true. Yeah. We started in, started in my garage, just garage industry. I threw stuff in the back of my minivan and hauled it over to FedEx and. And yep. uh, we just moved into a 30,000-square-foot facility this a couple years ago. And wow. Got a FedEx truck parked outside, so no more yeah. minivan trips to FedEx. <laughs> well, and part of the bonus of you now having your own space and being able to grow like that is I feel like we're getting more Blickman products now. You know, like the, the rate of new technology coming from you has increased with your growth. Yeah, we've been able to, you know, with the, with the profits that we've had, we've been able to reinvest in uh, a lot of new tools to make some products that we just really couldn't make before. Okay. Um, that's one of the reasons that we were able to bring uh, the Boilermaker kettles uh, back on shore. They're all U.S. made now. The 20-gallon on down are U.S. made. Nice. Single, single piece construction. Uh, so great quality. Uh, we've got uh, had the ability to hire uh, some uh, engineering guys. So we've got Pete uh, and a couple of co-op students from Purdue right there in town. And uh, we're just cranking out design after design of things. Got some, a lot of neat things coming up uh, this coming year. So, uh, beautiful. Excited about those. Yeah. 
All right, so we're going to learn a little bit about the Brew Easy today, right, Jamel? Yeah, I, and that's that's the thing. You know, I saw the Brew Easy there, but I have not touchy feel it yet. I, I, I really don't know the whole story behind it. So let's do this. Let's take a short break. When we come back, I want you to tell me about uh, the Brew Easy, how it works, all that stuff. Because I think it's got potential, but I have not tested this myself. You haven't sent me one, so I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe well, you, you should. I don't know. you got to talk sweet to me. Oh, well, later on. Later All right. on, man. I, I got you. There he goes again. Well, and I'll tell you this. You, you, you crowd standing around, I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you being here so much that uh, later on, if you got some questions for our fine guest, uh, John Blickman, I may have a T-shirt for you. Huh? Brewing Network quality. Ooh. You know, it's good. Uh, even if you don't want to wear it, you can use it like as a diaper or, you know. Jimbo, you are the paper. first person ever to use the word quality in the same sentence with Brewing <laughs> Network. It's taken 10 years for me to hear that. <laughs> I've been drinking, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right. So we'll be back right after this. Are you looking for a simple brewing system that's great for all green brewing, but everything on the market seems to be full of compromises? Blickman Engineering has the answer. The Blickman Brew easy all-grain brewing system the brew easy is a complete system with easy upgrades and a beautiful compact design perfect for any size brewing location at its core the brew easy is built on two gorgeous blickman boilermaker brew kettles a high temperature march pump and either a top tier gas burner or the new boil coil electric heater the brew easy adapter lid allows the pots to stack on top of each other forming an efficient strong and compact brewing setup that comes in 5 10 and 20 gallon batch sizes upgrade your brew easy system with full automated control by adding a Blickman Tower of Power temp controller and make moving around easy with the Blickman kettle cart. The Brew Easy is modular. If you already own a Boilermaker kettle, you can build your Brew Easy by purchasing just the modules you need. The new Brew Easy all-grain brewing system. See it today at BlickmanEngineering.com and brew with Blickman quality on your new Brew Easy. When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it, too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for every beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone Certification Program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerones know beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone Program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious. Cicerones are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. For nearly 40 years, one organization has had your back. The American Homebrewers Association. Are you a member? <laughs> Why not? Join the more than 40,000 brewers who enjoy all the American Homebrewers Association has to offer. Like Zymergy Magazine, in print and online. Plus the Zymergy app. Zymergy is the leading publication for amateur brewers around the world. Supporters also get member deals at their local breweries, bars, and homebrew shops. These alone quickly pay for your membership. You'll also get great member-only resources at homebrewersassociation.org and access to AHA events like the National Homebrewers Conference and the National Homebrew Competition. The American Homebrewers Association promotes the hobby of homebrewing, protects the interests of homebrewers, and brings beer lovers to together. Become a member today. It costs less than a batch of beer and give back so much more. Visit homebrewersassociation.org. Your support of the Brewing Network means everything to us. We couldn't produce shows without you. And we love giving you something extra for that support. Like Brew Your Own Magazine. You already know it's a great brewing magazine full of recipes, equipment how-tos, discussions of beer styles, and brewing techniques. Whether you're new to brewing and just starting out or you're an old pro, you'll always learn something from the articles in Brew Your Own. Plus, there are amazing special issues like plans for building a brew 
Brutus 10 system, 250 classic clone recipes, and the Home Brewers Answer Book. Brew Your Own Magazine and BYO.com are awesome resources for any brewer. Whether for yourself or as a gift, when you subscribe or resubscribe from the Brewing Network homepage, you directly support programs like this. Get a great magazine and support the Brewing Network. Subscribe to Brew Your Own right from the BrewingNetwork.com. Back to your hosts, Jamil Zainashef and John Palmer. Putting the testicles in technical. This is Brew Strong. Oh, yeah. We're back. We're live from NHC. Are we not? Yeah, having a good time. I tell you, it is my favorite beer event of all is NHC. I, I go to a lot. Oh, yeah. And, I, you know, GBF every year. Yeah, GBF, this is This is the thing. This is the thing right here. This is our this is our roots. This is this is hanging with the family. Yep. I, love I agree it. with that. Yeah. Pardon me. And a growing family it is. <laughs> How many attendees this year? A growing family, did you say? You need a two thousand, eh? I think there's 3, more. I, I think there's a little over three. Yeah. A little over three? Yeah. There you go. Maybe thirty-five, something like that. Awesome. Uh, it's a lot of homebrewers the, in one the, place. The number of new people here, fantastic. Oh, yeah. that's, that's really good right. to see. So, being a, a new person here and coming by your booth, I saw something that I had not seen before, which is the Brew Easy. Yes. Which sounds easy. I'm just saying from the name, but. Tell me how it works. All I saw was like a kettle on top of a kettle. What's 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 your theory? How are you innovating my brew day? All righty. We step back just a little bit. We really wanted to develop a product for uh, brewers that either didn't have a lot of space to devote to their brewery uh-huh. or, uh, or, you know, just didn't want to devote that much space. Mm-hmm. So something that was more compact for... It does know, look compact. Though. Yes. Yeah, the footprint's compact. great. Yeah, very small footprint, yeah, about 20 like, by 20 inches. If you put two, one kettle on top of another, that's it. Right. So what we've done, and, and, and we also wanted a system that had uh, very few sacrifices. So you, you know, you didn't sacrifice beer quality for compact nature. Uh-huh. And uh, we were also looking to try to have something that was just a little bit, get you through your brew day a little faster. Okay. So we... Uh, uh, that all sounds good. Yeah. I mean, you know, if I was looking at a compact, all-grain system... I might consider like brewing a bag, right? Because that's you know a kettle and a and a foldable sack. I mean yeah. that's pretty the minimal compact. equipment, yeah. Right, right. So th- th- this is an all grain system you're talking about. It is an all grain system, okay? And um, you know, so some of the things you know, brewing a bag is a is a, a great addition to uh, the the hobby, uh, but it has some limitations. Yeah. And, and one of the limitations that uh, we wanted was uh, easy ways to ramp temperatures. Right. We right. wanted. Okay. Work clarification. Yeah. So we had, you know, very that's, clear work. That's a big thing for me. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, and we also wanted uh, something that was easy to, to automate. Oh, okay. So, so you uh, got, like, your Tower of Power controller. Right. We do thing. have that as an option for it. Yeah. Ah, so what nice. we really right. did is we, we created a, a different process that we call uh, kettle rims. So we're actually using, we have two kettles. The upper kettle is your mash tun. Uh-huh. And your lower kettle is uh, essentially does dual purpose. It's it's your boil kettle, but it's also a heated grant. So we have uh, a heat source just on the bottom kettle. You don't have to have uh, a heat source on the top. That okay. is extreme. I just it just dawned on me. It just clicked. Extremely clever. Yes. Yeah. So you right, now right, right, right. Yeah. You now go. You don't with, need another vessel. You're you're applying your heat for your heated rims. You're step mashing if you want. Right. Right. In that kettle that's doing nothing, you, you're exactly. draining out yeah. of that. You're using that as your granted, and you're recirculating through that. And you can apply heat to that. And then when you're done doing all your recirculation and all that, yeah, just you let boil. it drain. Yeah, yeah, you just you just let everything drain out of that uh, out of brilliant. the ton. So you see, this is why, it, it, and I don't think I think people think I'm kidding or something like that. But you amaze me, you know. Pretty much like once a year. You, I meet you, we talk, and you amaze me because you're thinking outside the box. Stuff that people are not doing. It, it was like uh, with the uh, the beer gun. You're just like, wait, no, 
we're thinking about the problem wrong. Here's how you think around that problem and, and do something different that actually works better. And and same thing here. Very cool. Yeah, very much so. It's you know kind of our design philosophy is it's it's very easy to design something that's complex. It takes a long time to design something that's simple. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it was Mark Twain said that I would have made this story shorter, but I didn't have the time. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> you know, right. so it's, it's, you know, very much so to, to get the elements down and, you know, that gets your cost down. Right. And it gets your reliability up and it's just it's just more intuitive to use and, and all that. That's how we eh, develop true, the beer true gun. engineer. <laughs> true engineer. Yeah. I guess this is why Caterpillar stuff uh, is quite reliable. That it is. All right. Yep. Yeah. But Would I be able to brew good beer on this system, no. John Blickman? Have no. you solved that problem yet? <laughs> if Jamil was there with you, maybe. <laughs> I'm counting on you, man. One of these years, I you got to I think if you let <laughs> I think push you the could. buttons, you'd be all right. Yeah. <laughs> is that fine? You would be able to make high-quality words, I think. <laughs> yeah. And what size is it? Is this? Is it, is it, is it? you would send it to the carpet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Accident. We, we've got them in 5-gallon, 10-gallon, and 20-gallon okay. batch sizes. Oh. So... Um, and one of the other neat things that we've we've done to help with the efficiency, I, I consistently get seventy two percent mash efficiency out of this setup. Uh-huh. So it's kind of it, it's not quite bat sparge, it's not quite brewing a bag. Right. But we we start with all the brewing liquor at once. Uh huh. And it does a couple of neat things for you. Uh, the wort that you are uh, you're gonna as you drain the mash tun, you're gonna leave some residual wort in that kettle in, in the grains. Right. But it's more dilute than it would be if you did a concentrated mash. Right. So that's how you get more of that uh, sugar uh, in there. One of the other things that I really like about it is as I'm going through my mash, I can get gravity samples, and since I have all my uh, liquor in there, mm-hmm. that is my starting uh, specific gravity. So I know if yeah. I've hit my target or not. So if I go through 45 minutes and I, I hit my target, I go to mash out and I'm ready to go. If I have, and I'll just if I need to pick up a couple more points, I may just recirculate for another 10, 15 minutes and mm-hmm. get those last few points. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you know, hey, efficiency a lot of times is based on crush and time. Yes. You right. know? But we all need- learned that in the previous show. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And the important thing is it it doesn't so much matter what your efficiency is as long right. as it's consistent and you can predict it. Right. I'm with you 100%. Because you can just throw in a little bit more grain or pull out some grain or whatever and get exactly what you want if it's right. repeatable. And that's one of the things I like about automation is it makes it easier to repeat these things. And also, you know, pumps and valves that you that you can trust to, to do, you know, a repeatable process. It makes it much easier to dial in what you're doing. You know, people worry about, well, mash temperature or this, you know, it was 152, it was, you know, 153 is what it was supposed to be, and they freak out. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, well, it doesn't really matter. You know, what matters more is oh, I got, you know, 1080 wort, and I was supposed to get 1060 wort, or I got 1060, I was supposed to get 1080. That's a much bigger deal. Yeah, right. And I love the recirculation. <laughs> I, I think that... There is a benefit to recirculating the Vorloff and getting a clear wort. I think yeah. that uh, you know removing a lot of that protein, I think, actually helps. It's one of my problems with brewing a bag. I, yes, I think you can make decent beer with brewing a bag. I, 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 I don't think that that's a giant hindrance to right. making quality beer. But I would feel much better if I could maintain my mash temperature for one, which you can with recirculation. Right. Uh, and uh, you know the, the kettle below that will provide heat if you want, and then um, also I, I just think with clearer word, I, I think you make better beer. I yeah, think well, I that's do. that's one thing we kind of touch on is there's so many easy ways to make beer, and you know you can make good beer with most any process. Right. It's when you want to take that another step above and make you know really good beer, make great beer, um, that. These small steps, these small advances in terms of recirculation, temperature consistency throughout the mash, um, all these play a role in helping you reach that next level. And uh, it, the, the, I've, I have a brew easy at home, and I've used it. It's it's a delight to work with. I mean, the controls on it. Um, See, the, I don't the have footprint. a brew easy. Yeah, I just, I, you know. <laughs> 
don't well, have one. Normally That's I, why I, I knew nothing about it. Yeah. It looked completely new to me because well, you know, but I don't you, have you don't ask. I'm picking up the hint. questions, Jamil. You know, you gotta you gotta bring it up, otherwise I just won't. Right. Well, no, be, be good the rest of the year and stand It's because I touched surprise. John inappropriately, <laughs> and he that's he's uncomfortable. With well, he me. figures you're getting enough out of him. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but it, it just it. My my thought process is this: um, What's the drawback to the breweries? Because I mean, why why would I buy the Tower of Power now, or you know, a, a, the top tier, the top tier uh, uh, stand? Well, um, the the top the, tier you can swap out pots really easy, yeah, and two different sizes, which I really like. Yeah, I do have a top tier, and I can swap out. You know, I could I could do a bigger mash tun, you know, smaller kettle, smaller right. bigger kettle, smaller mash tun, so I can get all my ratios that I like when I'm boiling or when I'm mashing or you know. Uh, that's very easy to do. I like that. I, I like that I can reconfigure it. That, that's brilliant. But this sounds pretty good because I think most people are not swapping out sizes like I do. Generally not. We do get that, that question quite a bit, and uh, it's it's difficult to, you know, to... You know, a lot of people ask us, "Can I do a five-gallon batch and a ten-gallon system?" Right. Uh, it, it, same thing with the um, the top tier stand, and mm-hmm. it, it can be done, but you've got some sacrifices, like uh, thin mash beds and different mm-hmm. things like that. But you know, really, with the with the uh, brew easy, it's probably I get on when I'm brewing on my top tier, I get about eighty-two percent mash efficiency, so I'm losing about ten percent. But you know, that's a few pounds of grain, so you know right. that's right. Mm-hmm. that's not a, a huge distractor. What I, I do like about th- uh, three-tier brewing is you can get, with some of the finesse beers, mm-hmm. you can, uh, I think you can get a little bit better uh, malt character with the more concentrated mashes. Mm, uh, right. But, you know, it's, yeah, you it's know, only on water, a water ratio, couple it's a small different part, styles. But, yeah. yeah. But I, I would agree with that, yeah. But really, the, um, I, I love to brew Kolsch, and... Uh, uh, the breezy has just been fantastic for that, mm-hmm. you know. And it's a, it's a, it can be a finicky uh, beer. Not a lot of room right, for mistakes, right, right, right? You know, and and that again, you know, with uh, you know different different beer styles will lend themselves to processes better. Like you know, on you know, big bold flavored beers are going to be easier to do in a brew in a bag than you know a very mild flavored uh, beer like a Kolsch, right, where those little right. flaws are going to uh, stick out on you. Well, you know? so. Because, you know, now that I understand how it's working and all this, and I understand what the benefits are and and some of the options, I, I'm thinking to myself, well, why would anybody continue to make larger, big, brew sculpture, you know, stand type of things when you can have this nice, compact thing that you could just easily tuck away in a closet with all the rest of your brew gear? Because stands are cool. <laughs> They are cool. But, they just and, look and, cool. I mean, that's seriously my question. Yeah. It's like, well, I mean. A lot of people why? like to stick to tradition, too. Yeah, you know? but, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I love the top tier, but it's, and it's mobile and it's fairly compact. But, you know, compared to the Bruisi, I mean, that's a huge size difference. Yeah, and, and, and not I'm having to get the same, yeah, if I'm going to get Knocks an hour off the brew day. Right. You know. If I, so. I'm going to get all these benefits, and I'm good with not sparging and using the full wort recirc and you right. know all the entire water. Well, I think it goes back to the the water to grist ratio, where yeah. because it, because you I mean, if have that's the, the two only vessels, drawback, well, it makes it more difficult to go for the really high gravity beers. Yeah, because it's a more dilute wort to start with. Right. right. So if you're going to try to brew a barley wine with it, you've either got to really fill that uh, that uh, pot, the top pot. Yeah. And bottom mash, all, yeah. yeah. So you're dropping your water grist ratio, yeah. Uh, and then you know potentially boiling a little longer, yeah. you know, 90 minutes, 120 minutes. Can you minutes. not? Can you not double double mash? So you you're you're starting out with, uh, you know, you do your one one set of grain. Yeah. You do your full amount of liquid. Yeah. You run it through. Yeah. And you get to a certain level of of, of uh, specific gravity. Toss that grain, load in more grain, run it through again. 
Yeah, you can, and that's um, double double mash it. Could you could you not you, get up to quite a considerable? You could. I've and, heard that before. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Chris Colby talks about that on his blog, and uh, that is that is a good method for you know stepping up to higher gravity words, uh, which would lend itself well to. You can the get a maximum gravity word out of that. Yeah, yeah. because yeah, I mean you do you and do you're allow that top an hour to drain. Yeah, drain all down to the yeah. to the lower kettle, which is your boil kettle. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, we can do about... I think I just solved something for them. Uh, you know. Clearly. I don't have a brew easy, but I think I just uh, <laughs> made it that much better. And he is gunning for that brew easy, John. I just made it that much better. It's going to be worth giving him a brew easy just to shut him up. <laughs> <laughs> My friend John Blickman. Absolutely. Uh, if you get a brew easy, I'm taking your top tier. <laughs> Good luck with that. Speaking yeah. of high gravity, we can do uh, pretty easily OED uh, gravity beers oh, there uh, you go. straight up. Yep. So if you do want to get uh, higher, um, you can do that. You could even do uh, just a single-step infusion and just let it just drain straight down. Oh, yeah. Right. And do, it, do double of those. You know, okay. without, you know, Most and, people and cannot hit it, 80 on their, you know, separate multiples, standard, yep. mash ton, separate, right. you know. So 80 is pretty darn yeah. good. You know, and I don't do high-gravity beers that higher. often. And when I do, right. I, I just use some extra extract. Yeah, that just saves the time. No, but I, I think, you could, you know, if you really were just gunning for a lot of high-gravity work, you could just run more malt through it. Yeah, do that or do the longer boil. Yeah. Right, right. Or be lazy like me and just put extract in it. Yeah, you are Get a little lazy. extra boost. Both of you too lazy. I'm really hard working. And the rest of you just too lazy. I think that's it. <laughs> well, that way. Okay, so some people say uh, necessity is the mother of invention. Laziness is the mother of invention. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> if if yeah. people were freaking hard working, right. we wouldn't have stuff like pumps and it's cars like and all there, that other stuff. You're yeah. drinking. You're like, I really don't want to get up and do that. And all of a sudden. It's like, well, you can use a remote and make yeah. it happen. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm not carrying those freaking buckets of water up the damn hill. Yeah. Right. I'm going to turn the switch on my pump. You're right. Right, right. Lazy people. We have laziness is the well, mother of invention. laziness and bad friends. Because yeah. I imagine like in Egyptian times, they were like, well, come over and help me irrigate my crops. And they're like, oh, yeah. You got beer? Yeah. And you're sitting there. And then they like spilling the water. They're drinking all your beer. They're stomping on your crops. And you're like, you know what? I need a pump. <laughs> and so they invent the pump. So Actually, I think first they invented it. slaves, and then the pump <laughs> came later. Well, then they had some stupid slaves. That was like, ah, slaves, Jesus. And then there was you know? an uprising and plagues and all that stuff. And oh. then the pump. And then, and then the, the pump. pump. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure of the timeline, but I'm pretty sure of the reasoning behind it. And then came time Incompetence. <laughs> Incompetence, mother of invention. There you go. Right. All right. One Let's of the biggest problems in the world solved on the Brewing Network. There we go. Well, that's what we're here for. As always, John, that's, of course. Yeah. Another week, another problem solved. <laughs> and to have a good time and entertain you. I'll tell you what, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, I want some of your questions for John Blickman on that microphone. And, hey, if, if I like the question, if John likes the question, well, I don't really don't care if John likes the question. I may have a Brewing Network T-shirt for you. So uh, step up. Everybody having a good time? All right. We'll be back right after this. Beer tasting games that train your palate, a brewery locator, and the brand new interactive beer style guide. These are just a few of the awesome things you'll find on craftbeer.com. The style guide is a beautiful example of technology in beer. Browse beer style families or turn on the automatic beer style finder and explore beer through color, bitterness, ABV, aroma, and flavor. It's really the coolest way to explore every beer style besides having them all in front of you. Go to craft craftbeer.com and click on beer styles to start the guide plus enjoy the rest of craftbeer.com the brewers banter blogs beer education how to host a beer tasting and the invaluable draft quality manual tons of great content that makes your beer better visit the new craftbeer.com right now and explore the website that brings you all the passion camaraderie and creativity of the craft beer community craftbeer.com celebrating the best of american beer city. It's in ruins. Only one man has the ancient 
ancient knowledge to restore civilization. Uh, I need a drink. Oh no, the liquor store's been ransacked. You looking for beer, stranger? <laughs> Boy, all the liquor got drunk up in the first 25 minutes of the apocalypse. Wait, there's still some bottles over... Oh, no. Those are non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> I reckon you better stick to arrowroot tea and a desperate nomadic oh. existence like the rest of us. People, I'm a home brewer. I know how to make alcohol. <gasps> oh, it can't be done. Come with me if you want the beer. Okay, I'm going to need some big plastic buckets. He is the chosen one. The prophecies say that he's going to get us wasted. Someone start heating water. And then... From the creators of Northern Brewer, the people who brought you massive selection and superior customer service comes the Home Brewer. Brothers and sisters, this is Jamel Zanisha, and I love a bold, hoppy beer when it spits resin in your face and makes you cry, Uncle. There are a lot of great hoppy beers out there, but at Heretic, we want to make something as bold, dank, and resiny as possible. We use hops at every chance we get, including multiple dry hop additions. The result is Heretic Evil Cousin. This light golden, 8% Imperial IPA has an easy malt character that helps take the edge off the massive bittering but it takes a back seat to the in-your-face hop character. We make sure this beer finishes dry so the hops can jump out and slam me in the taste buds. If you can't get enough hoppy goodness, Evil Cousin is your cup of tea. Cheers. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and the freshest ingredients backed by the best customer service in the business. Do you like to mash using efficient fly sparging but would like an easy way to heat your strike and sparge water? Enter the new Brewer's Edge Electric Mash Water Heater, a plug-in, anywhere, precisely controlled heater for strike and sparge water. Ditch the fumes and second burner and make mashing easy. Go to williamsbrewing.com today and browse their vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 4 p.m. Pacific time weekdays ship the same day. Brewing is easy the Williams way. Back to the two guys that know how to turn beer into beer. This is Brew Strong. All right, we're back. I'm sorry, there's one less T-shirt now since they had my size. <laughs> hey, I don't get a lot of Brew Network gear. Uh, this is a sweet shirt. I'm just saying, you step up with a quality question. I've got a uh, 2X. I've got a uh, medium, and then I've got a women's 2X for... Uh... Well, I might have other size women's, too, just in oh, case. Yeah. Yeah. And you wanted the women's 2X, right, Jamil? Shh. Come on. You do look good in a tight V-neck. You're revealing my secrets. Dude, don't be... Speaking of revealing medium. secrets... Okay, women's what medium. What do you have going on, Mr. John Blickman? What's coming out next? You tell me. We have all sorts of top secret things going on. We're in yes. full Apple top. mode. Top secret. See, top secret. Palmer knows, and you, you won't tell me. I bet you. Yeah. What do you got? I made him sign his, his, his life prenup? savings away. I he... mean, his non-disclosure. <laughs> yeah, his prenup. Yeah, John and I have a prenup. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's fine. That's Can't more than I needed it. to yep. know. I will I... say we've got some really cool new products uh-huh. coming up uh, throughout the year. Okay. So, And when are those to be expected? Well, you'll probably see some trickle in through the fall and, and through uh-huh. the springtime there. But uh, yes. ne- next year... We, we want to make sure they're absolutely perfect uh-huh. before they go. Okay. Oh, so what is it that you're perfecting? Uh, you just said. Top secret things. You know... No, you, you mentioned know, you're I perfecting I could tell you, what? but then I'd have to kill you. And then... Well. 
you know, what what other podcast am I going to come tell in me, and talk tell about? Me with kindness. <laughs> Nobody else invites you, John. <laughs> I mean, would you? I mean, really? Come on. Um, and speaking of bruisey, yes. <laughs> you know, I haven't gotten I haven't gotten a a, a heretic T-shirt. So I'll trade you for the damn bruisey. Wow. Oh. You just yeah, a T-shirt. I don't know. Now going to think about it. But you're going to think about that one. You're going to have to wear it so that I can keep it and never wash it. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you, if you come out to the uh, the uh, reception tonight, yeah. the Heretic booth, I've got the I Brew Beer, Save Me From The Zombie Apocalypse shirts. All right. Sweet. And I've got the I'm a Brewer. This is this as dressed like, as I get. Yeah. Which isn't appropriate for you. Look at you. You're all He's crazy. snazzy. I mean, you know, he's, he's kind of snazzy. a step above. He's borderline fancy. Snazzy or yeah. snazzy? <laughs> snazzy. <laughs> Metro <laughs> man. With he's an N, not a P. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. John gave away shirts at uh, the BNA 10 party yesterday, too. He gave away shirts to everybody. I, I think shirts he was drunk yeah. and throwing shirts, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. That I was nice. You had he, too much. I don't, I don't know how you're still in business trading T-shirts for brew-easies, though. Not, you're a smart guy, but that's... that's a great business model. <laughs> if you ask me, y'all need to provide him with T-shirts. I, I figure yeah. if I... If you guys are right here. Take, take mine. <laughs> I figure if I'm nice, he'll stop fondling me. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. not going to happen. That's an illusion. Uh, it, just, it just gets worse. Uh, all right, so somebody has a high-quality question for uh, Mr. Blickman. Uh, one at a time. we got time for plenty. Oh, hang on. That's my fault. We should turn the mic. There we go. Try that. That helped. Good? Okay. Uh, If you're normally, say, adding uh, dark grains before you do a batch barge at the end to kind of reduce some of the uh, harsher flavors from them, how would it work with this system? Could you you do it during Vorloff, or would that not work as well with this uh, system? Oh, uh, the mash is right on the top. You just lift the lid, and you can put whatever adjuncts you want in whenever you want. So I'll, I'll do like uh, I, in fact I just brewed a saison before coming here. It's saison. That was actually a very good question. It was a very good uh, question, and I've added. Uh, are I you added a medium? I learned it by listening to you. Are you medium at, at a double X or a, are you a woman's <laughs> something? Do you want a V neck? Try medium. Medium. Uh, you, you know, use it as a belly shirt or give it to a smaller friend. <laughs> Hi. Uh, my question is a two-part thing. One is praise, and the other one is... Uh, praise BN, won't work around here, yeah, man. BN Jet Ski? No? Oh. Uh, the Jet Ski we just gave away uh, recently. You just missed it, we, yeah. So close. You're, okay. you're behind on shows, I can tell, <laughs> because we did give it away. Yeah. It was uh, sweet, too. So I just missed it. Okay. Two-part question. Well, praise slash question. Blickman Guns. Rule. Thank you. Uh, I work at a brewery that's currently bottling with Blickman guns in line, uh, Ten Barrel Brewery. <clears throat> so my question is, how far do you think we can push the Blickman guns? Uh, obviously, uh, before getting like a bottling line. Oh, this is a, <laughs> this is a question for me. <laughs> we bought a 5,000 bottles of worry using uh, the beer guns. Of course, I had to buy the beer guns from Northern Brewer. Uh, because John did not, do, yes. did, did not give me any discount, nothing. Wow. No. Not I, 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 bought, I bought myself four <laughs> Blickman beer guns. Uh, you could buy brass tees. And you can so all the the CO two can be ganged off of one button. Yes, and yes. then all the rest. I, I took a, mm. uh, a a metal uh, perforated metal and uh, bolted all the fronts to them, so you could actually you know activate all with just the two hands. Cut the springs down because the springs are too big. If you, yeah, four springs at the same time are a little beefy. And then I made a, uh, I took a, uh, a sawhorse and I drilled out four spots for bottles so they were spaced properly. We put the four bottles on, we dropped the four in, hit the gas, hit the beer gun, pulled them off, and then we had two guys capping them. Yeah, that's more or less what we're doing. Right. But we're we're right now we have like three guns in line. Uh-huh. Uh I, I I I'm telling you, if I didn't run the stupid brewery, I <laughs> could build you an automated beer gun uh, bottling machine. Do you got three D models of I that? I mean, really, it's yeah. just up and down, and you know, it's it's, it's we'll go to simple. production. There you go, Arduino. You could run it all with a little Arduino. Nice. Yes. We had a guy at the CBC the come up to us and said he has bottled 109,000 bottles of beer with a beer gun. Wow. wow. 
I went to uh, the Blue Bonnet Brew Off in Texas, and uh, in Texas, pubs can sell growlers. You can leave with growlers. And there was a bar there that instead of having taps, they didn't have any taps at all. They just had like 20 beer guns. Yeah, I sent, all I sent, had. I sent John yeah, a picture cool in Portland. A Isn't place. that cool? They're all beer guns, and they, they'll do pints off of them, but they'll do uh, And the beer, they just go into like a sanitary bucket, and, the, and yeah. then they, just, they fill no, no, growlers and these, pints with it. These were mounted on the wall. Oh, right. Like okay. beer taps. Nice. And they just slip it under there and, you know, do the, the gas and the beer. I was proud of you at that moment, John. I thought that was a cool use of your beer gun. I sent him a picture. <laughs> yeah. That is pretty cool. And then yeah. he said something really offensive to me. And, I... <laughs> and sent you an offensive picture back? Well deserved. Yeah, his, his personal beer gun. Well, yesterday, uh, with three beer guns, we did around a little under 280 gallons of beer mm-hmm. wow. and bottles. Yeah, with enough people, you could do it. Yeah. John, you're going to have to start selling, like, replacement springs, people using them these much, this much, you know? Or will they never wear out? I'm not sure what the B10 life of that spring would be, but probably uh, several hundred thousand. Yeah, pretty good. Okay. Several hundred thousand. Well, we got to give this, this kid a shirt, but uh, you're going to have to wear a 2X. Uh, no, That's no, fine. Sorry. <laughs> Let's get somebody uh, much bigger. <laughs> yeah. We have any large people with, large a, with a good question. Somebody large 2X wants uh, to ask a question? Yeah, that's a 2X guy right there. All right. Yeah, I think Step right has, up. Uh, <laughs> 2X also. Step right up. <laughs> Triple X, actually. <laughs> Let me give you a dress. Uh, well, first of all, I am... Thanks. I am a uh, big fans of all four of you, so thanks for your time here. You're welcome. You're welcome. John, uh, I, I work in an industry... This is a non-technical question. Sorry. Uh, I work in an Justin. industry... Question for you, <laughs> yeah, That's for me. Great. <laughs> Feel free to chime in. I work at... Uh, in our industry, as uh, our senior folks get uh, to retirement age, uh, we have to fill the gap, right? The technological, the knowledge. Now, John, you, you're probably in your early 30s, maybe late 20s, <laughs> but someday you're going to end up uh, on a beach sipping a barley wine. Who's, do you have some, we're all afraid that you're going to disappear and Blickman Engineering is going <laughs> to. Oh, the rest of the guys are like total retards compared to John. Right, but, so, uh, I uh, hope. I don't know if you want to comment on that. Do you have uh, I'm just the facade. I just make this stuff up. I'm, I'm guessing that somebody else at, at Blickman is actually the brilliant guy that's a producer or woman that's uh, producing these things and coming up with these ideas, and he's just taking the credit. That is actually... Do you have a spy camera in my right, office? Right, see? I'm telling you. Yeah. I think you got no worries. He gets hit by a truck. I think it all just keeps going. Well, that makes sense because Doug is the quiet one. You know, he's the oh, guy... It's always the, the quiet one. Yeah, yeah it is. You always got to watch the, the quiet ones. Yes. Uh-huh. Like John. Yeah. <laughs> So really, you're just the John Blickman's really just the maintenance guy, but they thought he should be the face of the company. Yes, not following that logic. I had a name, last name you could trademark. <laughs> That's, what <laughs> yeah. That's why they picked me. Perfect. But good question. Uh, we've got a, a group of really uh, just awesome people on our team, and it's just a. You know, I've always, when I was an engineer at Caterpillar, I had uh, people that would train me in the the Caterpillar design philosophy, and you know that whole. You know, top quality, customer service, all that. And I've enjoyed passing that down to guys. Uh, one of our design engineers, Pete Fletcher, great guy, uh, is, you know, he... He's what we call, he gets it, you know, gets the, um, the simplicity, gets the um, quality, um, you know, just really picks it up. So, you know, it's really just passing on that, that uh, knowledge that I gained from other people. So, cool. So that's, no worries, Blickman will be uh, going well beyond me. So <laughs> we've got time for one more. All right. Hey, my name's Otis. Love the show. Heretic, Blickman, everything. Cool. Uh I build houses, and I, I sucked my hand in a, a table saw years ago. I want to hear your story. Mine? Now, that was the most expensive. Oh, he's got one, too. There's a lot of semi-digitless people. That's the most expensive piece of trim on my house. Uh, nice. <laughs> now I was making trim for my house, and uh, when a knot catches a board, it can do impressive things in a router, router table thing. But anyway... Router? That was years ago. That was like in the 90s. Router too? Wow. People a shaper. Think, people think I'm dumb. I still have all my fingers, huh? But the cool thing, Jamel, with this injury is I can do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Many times you've done I that I can also do this yes. little trick. Right. People are like, oh, my God. He really did. Where did the... Uh 
Where did the rest of it go, John? The rest of it go. Some of it went on this finger. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Try to get it back. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and the rest in a bowl of chili. Thank wow. Less. <laughs> of thank you. Dog eat it. Yo, a shirt to that fine gentleman as well. Uh, thank you all for participating. Oh, oh, oh. One more question. Time for yeah. one more yeah. quick one. Yeah. So what is the next iteration of innovation in home brewing? We can buy pretty much turnkey brewing systems now. So what's next for the home brewer that's going to be the next tier of... I uh, Well, <laughs> I will speak for all of us when I say that... Uh, take, take some notes here, John. Uh, I will speak <laughs> for all of us when I say that uh, the area that is, is most lacking in innovation is in yeast propagation. There is nothing. I mean, it's, oh, yeah. it's all just a couple of flasks and stuff. Right. And you do that, and you're required to really know how to work very sanitary and, and, and you know, do all these things. I think a small yeast propagator that would right. do a really good job for people, um, that, yeah, I think, Yeah, kind of like what Krispy Kreme did for donuts. <laughs> Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I think I think something where you could have a little culture at home right. Yeah. Right. in your freezer, and you could open up a, a little vial, take a loop, you know, toss it into this thing, you know, feed it the, the things, and it would run. Like I said, take some notes. I'm taking notes. I've already got it half designed. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, the yeast you got out there is, is vitally fresh. Right. It's, you know, plenty of cells. You can pitch that, you know, 10-gallon batch of high-gravity beer, boom, right in there, and it's the best that it could be. There's nothing happening for that. Right. Nobody's right. doing right. that. And that's the thing nobody's thinking about. Everybody's thinking about word production, which... Yeah, really, you know, that's great, but here's this critical step that nobody focuses on. I'm telling you, that could be it. What about, what do you feel about turnkey fermentation temperature control? Uh, sure, uh, you know, it's not as hard, and there are some more technologies already applied to that from the, the HVAC industry and uh, from commercial brewing. So not as bad, okay. but, yeah, I mean, that, that, that could happen as well. Uh, but I think, you know, propagating yeast, that's the big one. And then yeast doesn't have to be, you don't have to ship a whole bunch of yeast somewhere. Right. So I think that is, is huge. And then, um, you know, you I would not be surprised, you know, much further out in the future, something that, uh, you know, you just hook up your tap supply to something and it filters the water, strips out all the chlorine, <laughs> uh, adjusts your minerals through RO, and mm. then, you know, doses in what you need for, you know, you, you know oh, uh, Dusseldorf, yes. So, just, I'm going to make it an alt, and then... Uh, the water that comes out is, is already adjusted. That would be much further in the future, and it's much more expensive, but I think as time goes on, that will become cheaper. But I think the yeast thing is the next big thing, was your question. This is why I keep you around once per show. You know once what the per hell show, you're talking about. I know what the about. hell I'm talking about. <laughs> so like a, like a beer and I touch you inappropriately. So. <laughs> like a beer and everyone else around we're talking then. <laughs> Turn on the water, and it's beer. Yeah. Right, right. Even so better. That's my kind of brewery. Thank you, guys. So thanks. Get on that, John. Okay. I already got it half designed. Half design. I'm ready. All right, that's what we like. Half design. It's like, <laughs> oh, it only took. I, I was hey, here for what? Two minutes? It's it, it's job fifty percent at, at the Brewing Network. Uh, that's that's what we do. Yep. We we, we, we do fifty percent, fifty percent of the time. Uh, and <laughs> if that's good enough for you, then uh, you know buy some Blinkman Engineering stuff because he's paying for the show, so so you don't have to. I hope you all enjoyed this. I hope you have a great NXT. We'll be back uh, tomorrow. We're gonna yep. do three shows starting at noon. Uh, I don't know uh, who, who made that schedule, but it, it'll, it'll work. We'll be here for like three freaking hours doing shows. So stop by, more shirts, more goodies, more questions you can ask of the guests. A lot more fun to be had. Uh, the, the, uh, the reception tonight, come out, drink a lot of a lot of great beer, a lot of great places, have a lot of fun. Hey, nice, nice Bruce Strong shirt over there, buddy. <laughs> That's a way to support. If you want to support the Brewing Network, check out BlickmanEngineering.com. Check out TheBrewingNetwork.com slash store. You can get a Bruce Strong shirt. Right you there. Can get, uh, you can get, uh, what, you can get uh, other Brewing Network shirts. <laughs> the Bruce Strong shirts are the best. You can get Brewing Network hats. You get hoodies. You get glassware, growlers, all sorts of stuff. And when you do, it all goes to the bottom line of the Brewing Network and helps keep this stuff going. If you like it, make sure you're supporting. That's, that's the way it happens. That's and, right. Uh, yeah, John Palmer there. 
Yeah, he needs a little bit of support. Uh, a little bit. Just so, a little somebody's got to support these douchebags. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Usually we rely on, on elastic straps, but uh, you know, no, everything else. No helps. truer words have been spoken, Mr. John Blickman. <laughs> ah, Blickman. Go by the Blickman booth. Check it out. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bruce Strong. Bruce Strong. Woo!